Castle Catering, mm-hmm. creative, uh, creative commentary and perk angles and all that. <laughs> no, the I kitchen just, of Quincy's. Quotes. I was like, "What do I say?" I'm like, "Yeah, I was getting confused with some lyrics." But anyways, it is uh, I. It is I, Mister mm-hmm. uh, Quincy Jones. Go, uh, the, the man with the namesake on the on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, and now I gotta pass it on to you. Because it's your turn to go. You know what it is. Uh, what is it? Oh, my Lesnar maniacs. Uh, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> he's like, what up, bitches? No, no, you guys know what it is, man. Doc Lesnar, the one and only hip-hop hybrid in the worlds of pro wrestling and hip-hop. And like you said, man, we're back once again with a weekly installment of your favorite wrestling podcast, whether you know it or not. And that is a Quincy Jones show and, starring uh, myself and Quincy Jones Go. And you Boom. now Boom. have permission to, to worship, worship us. us. Yeah, boy. Yeah, boy. Yeah, boy. Hey, it's been a while. I, I, yeah. I keep forgetting that they're on the main roster now. That's why it's not fun anymore. Because I don't, I don't get to see no, the uh, <laughs> side plate check. A boosh, a boosh, a boosh. A boosh. Anyways. <laughs> but uh, yeah, man, we got a, a little bit of a packed show. Um, I think we're going to, you know, obviously we got some AW stuff. We got to go home. Yeah, Episode do. of Dynamite this week as well. Obviously consisting of the two big finals matches along with some uh, other match developments going into the final pay-per-view of aw of this calendar year mm-hmm, mm-hmm. world's end we're probably gonna do some uh, predictions as well yes sir uh, but i also know we do have some uh, some stuff on nxt uh some tournament stuff on them too which i was like kind of coincidentally they're doing yeah that was where the thing, yeah right? that the semis but they got two tournaments well technically it's the same thing because they got they're doing two leagues and then yeah. they're doing men and women so well, they already wrapped up the women oh you're right yeah, yeah they did so, start a little early you're mm-hmm, right mm-hmm. yeah which is weird I guess they didn't want to take up Come on, TV, Sean. TV time simultaneously. Hey, hey I, I couldn't see it with my eye. <laughs> oh. I can make that yeah, joke. You, say, can't you, can, yeah, you joke. can make that joke. You can make that joke. I'm not going to <laughs> do that. Only me and Jericho can make that joke. He's Ooh. like, I'm the one who gave him the eye. Okay. <laughs> nah. Uh, <laughs> hey, bro. <laughs> uh, but yeah, hey, it's, it's not cookie, man. It's not cookie. It's not cookie. <laughs> nope. That is not. <laughs> Ask permission next time. <laughs> don't you dare take well, that. Well, I do have some Jericho in the news for sure. Uh, okay. I don't know. And, uh, I, I know we, got, we had some. Award winners as well with the the year end awards for NXT. Yeah, I don't know if it's all of them, but it was definitely the uh, they they let out like five or six of them on the show. I'm sure most of them, the rest of them, are probably online. Yeah, they or probably whatever, took but, pictures yeah. already or what, right? Like, yeah. And it's the is that the is it the NXT like bell or year, something? Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's yeah, a ring yeah. bell, right? It's, mm-hmm. it's it's you know you know it's like man. I, I wonder who I can do that. It's the NXT year end breakfast. <laughs> I was like, to me, I, I, I was like, it's the it's the NXT uh, uh, the qualifier alley club. Yeah, yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. That's ex- <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Man. But uh, yeah, man. Um, should we get into some news? Yeah, uh, and then we can get into a little bit of the NXT action, and then of course we could uh, anchor it down with the AE Dub stuff uh, going into some uh, predictions as well. So I agree. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think I actually now I remember I had one thing for news. But I can wait. It was on the WWE side. I wasn't too sure what 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 your starting point was. Oh yeah, I was gonna probably jump right into the Jericho stuff that I brought up because this is actually interesting and 
I don't know, man. <laughs> Wait, is this the Stephen P. New stuff? Yeah. Okay, so that, I, I saw that happening in real time, and I, I, it's hard to understand whether or not he really isn't cool with Cornette or not, because I know that there was... Did you see what Cornette wrote back? I didn't. I was oh. waiting for him to get involved, because okay. I saw him yeah, like... let me kick well, it off with that. It's in your employee hand, that whole thing, yeah. where he was like... I was like, I don't, I don't know if he's working in character because you read every, every one of Jericho's tweets in his voice. Like, yeah, his little ass hat. Yeah, ser- yeah, yeah, <laughs> seriously, because he he did pretty much cut a promo on him. But um, yeah. basically, this is what happened: was uh, Webb is Jericho, which I believe is a, his a site for him, or maybe it's just a fan handle be, on yeah. X. I don't know. They said that CM Punk and Ace Steel's lawyer, which is Stephen P. New, reveals Stephen P. New. only person involved in brawl out um, without an NDA. And I don't know if they did say it was Jericho or not. It was, that was just the, the tweet, right? Then Jericho responded saying, I didn't sign one, dot, dot, dot. Yeah. And then Stephen P. New said, it's in your employee handbook unless you have a special one, but we can figure it out. Yeah, that's very matter of fact. W- which I didn't understand what his angle was. Where are you trying to say that you, well, you should have signed one and you're kind of yeah, you're putting violating yourself out now, there by or, saying you didn't? Or, yeah. I, I, you know, and then I was like, Yo, pro, pro wrestling companies have. I guess when you're public, publicly traded, I guess yeah. you do have to have and, an employee and, handbook, right? Yeah, like, right. And, code of conduct, and what's whatever. his name? Uh, what's best? Uh, Brian Brian Last. Brian Last. Yeah, yeah he. I guess <laughs> somehow. Yeah, he, he somehow <laughs> got a photo of a handbook and posted that because you know he's got to get in the mix too. Anytime Jim gets brought into of something. an actual handbook or something, he's just throwing. It's, you know, in it's there. an actual picture of a handbook. I'll actually show you real quick here. It's in, in my notes. In in my notes, my nerves. I was I was like, there did he, did he right go there. to? A, I'm like, oh okay. I'm yeah. like, did he just go to an Office Depot and fucking snap a pic? Yeah, or someone that said, is there an AEW handbook? If so, let's see a copy. And he was able to brandish one. But this is what That's Jericho so said to Stephen P. New. He said, "Hey, at Stephen P. New, I don't adhere to an employee handbook and have never had one in four years of working for AEW. I've also never signed an NDA in my life ever." So stop trying to be a bully and making egotistical fantasy brags for your clients and start doing some research before you make blanket statements about your buddies. Because I saw everything that night, including how Lucy, which is Ace Still's husband, and her husband and best buddy acted and what really went down. And since I was in the room and watching her and everybody else the whole time, I know exactly what really happened. And considering you weren't there and I was, maybe you should shut your mark ass up because what really went down was just disgusting. Which right there, he just outed himself as the guy with the, the yeah, NBA yeah, yeah, he's yeah, talking yeah, about yeah, it. If if yeah, they yeah, didn't already, yeah, right? if he didn't already say it, he's like, yeah. you're like, oh, I didn't even know who the fuck Lucy was. Hold up, hold up. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Notes, dirt sheets, <laughs> the beacons have aligned. <laughs> more news, more scoops. Hundred percent. Yeah. And uh, let me see, because I, I somehow for some I don't I, I had the screenshot of, of uh, Cornette because it's it's Cornette, so it's gonna be yeah, scary. Motherfucker. <laughs> it, it's. It's along those lines for sure. <laughs> he said, it's, there's, "There's a definite outline." <laughs> yeah, it's it, it's not too flattering. See. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it it was basically. I, I right now he's gonna say something like, "I should have I wasted my time trying on, on you and and Smoky Mountain or some <laughs> shit, huh?" Like, no, <laughs> that would be a little nicer than what was actually. Oh, said, to be damn. Honest. Okay, so that's yeah. Hmm. But again, we all know you know Jer- not Jericho, but Cornette is. Cornette, and um, there's a reason why he's, just you know, not, I wouldn't say has his own network. Per se. I, there's a reason why he, he he's not under he's not governing under any 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 major company right now. Yeah, yeah no, I, exactly. Yeah, I have a problem. He ain't exactly PG. No, um, no, no. <laughs> exactly. 
Um, let me talk. I mean, basically, he, you know, in short, he came at him for, you know, basically being a, a stand for Tony Khan in a sense. But it was the way he said it. Um, he, uh, geez, why can I not find this? I'm, I'm like a little embarrassed here. You should, because we pride ourselves on having journalistic integrity and not just you shoveling your personal opinions here uh and and that and the like and there go because <laughs> i'm now i'm looking for it online i'm like this if it got as big as it did i had there has to be something let's see, let's see and new oh is that how you spell new i don't know why yeah i was i was a little taken uh, back by that too jim Cornette then accused chris jericho of deception after the latter uh, after Stephen i got it new. okay god chris it's christmas Slap Tony's dick out your mouth. You've got Jesus. You've got his dad's money for the next ten years, and the Buckaroos will still let you play with the cool kids. You don't have to tell the truth. Just quit lying. Punk is sorry he made a difference in the AEW business, and you haven't. You yeah. said, "Wait, you said he's sorry he did." Yeah, like he's being sarcastic. Like he's sorry that oh, he made oh, a oh, difference see, in, in AEW. So like, sorry you can make a difference while you couldn't. Yeah, be one of the founding fathers. Uh, yeah, essentially. Oh yeah, I see it right here. Yeah, it was just kind of like <laughs> oh, goes, oh, oh, and then he oh see the other thing is after he had said uh, I never signed an NDA and all that stuff, the fantasy brags that comment. Mm-hmm. I see Stephen New said, "Thank you, Chris." We yeah, I was. We'll just get, attach this tweet as Exhibit A. Merry yeah, Christmas. I was like, just gonna yeah add that as well. On? Yeah, so it's like I don't know what that means. If there's more, if they're gonna I, use I tell that you as what a violation means. or what? I know, you know exactly what's going on. It's literally the the living embodiment of that weird ass. Uh, conundrum of the the Hogan tweet, where he's like, "If you shoot yourself into uh, work yourself into a shoot, then you're gonna be a shoot work, brother." Yeah, yeah. Or whatever. It's like this super confusing. You're like, "What the fuck are very, you talking?" Very confusing. like that. I feel like that's what Jericho did. He's like, "I'm not gonna let this motherfucker get over on me." On yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, Chris bro, Jericho, you know he's a, he, you know he's a, he's illegal <laughs> counsel yeah, yeah. for somebody. I don't know if you should be fucking with him because. He, he'll take some shit that you yeah, said. 100%. <laughs> and that's exactly what's going on. But uh, speaking of the Buckaroos, oh, uh, it's been reported that, uh, you know, the wife of Matt Jackson, Dana uh, yeah. Massey, is actually going to be finishing up with the company. Really? Um, yeah. You know, she was the Whoa. chief marketing yeah. and merchandising officer. Um, but, yeah, she's Mrs. been there since the start. Yeah, Mrs. Matt, exactly. So she's going to be, uh, uh, you know, one of the, I guess everyone keeps, you know, because that's the clickbait now. Another backstage AEW that's the, name is is leaving the company. Uh, see, see, this is how you know what they're trying to do. Because if it's a wrestler, yeah. they'll say AEW star. Mm-hmm. But if it's no one, if it's someone that's just behind the scenes, like they just did like uh, a week ago to I think it was like the, the uh, live events manager that oh, they just had. Gonna say yeah, yeah, same thing. It's like oh AEW name. Yeah, Raphael <laughs> like, um, yeah. Morphe is what it looks like. Yeah, I, I guess he was uh, yeah. he helped out with uh, the same type of stuff with uh, I think WWE as well as TNA. Gotcha. Yeah, in, yeah. In the past, so yeah. But now actually, those are two different people. We did report really? on that guy, but this guy is the he's the VP of live events. Oh, you're right. You're yeah. right. You're right. Thank so, you. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then another name that's actually leaving, which I thought you'd be interested in hearing this if you don't already know, is Sean Spears. Uh, I says, heard he's about. He just had another uh, uh, baby announcement. Yeah, so, definitely I mean, did. He probably might be. Yeah, he he says he's officially left AEW after signing with them almost five years ago in 2019, and uh, his comment was, you know, on uh, X was, "What a wonderful time it has been. Thank you AEW for allowing me to be there for the, from the ground level. It's been a fantastic five years of growth and personal development. This is a personal choice and one that is best for me and my family at this time. Thank you to you. Uh, thank you to all staff and talent alike for the memories. Hashtag ten, classy." 
hashtag. I guess, I guess it ain't him underneath that. I was about, I was about to say that. He's like, <laughs> hashtag, the devil is alive. <laughs> yeah. Or, it's a swerve, brother. That's what I was thinking, too. I'm like, it must be a swerve. I got my baby. <laughs> like, I, I got to get something for me. Yeah, seriously, man. Because I'm thinking at the same time, like, I can see that being pivotal. His his wife's not currently. Um, that's the other thing too. Active, yeah. It's different when you don't already have kids and you're getting ready to have a kid for the nine months. And yeah. And one of y'all got to be working, mm-hmm. but then they had they just had their kid. Yeah. And then they're pregnant again. So he's like, I ain't gonna leave my wife on the road. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. It, it might be a thing and, if and he I'm wants probably to control. Guessing, yeah. Like he'll probably do independence. He's a free agent officially now. So. I mean, yeah, he was doing a lot. Uh, what was it? The world of uh, wrestling over there, yeah. uh, across the pond as mm-hmm. well. I think he won the strap over there too. So yeah, uh, I believe he did. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, so just moving on in terms of changes. Uh, if you guys have not heard already, uh, of course, the ace Hiroshi Tanahashi has been named the new president and representative yeah. director of New Japan Pro Wrestling, uh, taking over for Takami Obari, um, who he was there since 2020. And yeah, I actually, remember he was the new guy that came in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and there's a little bit more. Apparently, the key reason that he stepped down was that there were issues with staff and Obari's uses of power over them. Uh, they said a major reason was that Obari had heat with a number of people, including Kazuchika Okada, and Okada really? was said to have wanted him out. Okay. Others said that Obari never really understood the wrestling business and didn't respect the value of of Okada specifically. Yeah. So, my bad. Uh, yeah, looking, uh, I was looking more into the, that Rafael Murphy thing, mm-hmm. and yeah, I was. So, I guess he he's worked with TNA before in House of Hardcore. Oh, okay. So I was. So he had about... he had a, a, a production company. He was. Oh yeah, he said he spent spent working for a little bit of WWE in their in their live events promotions. But it said the reason why he left is he got a a hell of an offer he couldn't say no to to work with the Brooklyn Nets. <laughs> Just, yeah, I mean, so well, okay. Yeah, you, know, you, you ain't got to move. No, no, exactly. <laughs> you can just got to stay in, in town anytime they're doing a, lot, a home game. Yeah, like, you no. know, so. and then uh, what's the name? Uh, Tony Khan recently had a media call uh, revolving this weekend's, did. you know, World's End, and you know, just a spin off of uh, you know the whole Tanahashi news. He did uh, comment on that, saying that he's excited to work with the new president. Uh, notes the two already have a strong relationship. He also revealed that uh, Mike Manzuri, uh, Will Washington, Brian Danielson, Jimmy Jacobs, Sanjay Dutt, Sarah Stock, and Dean Malenko are all helping with creative. He noted high ratings on cage match shows, how well the company is doing, which I'm not sure he would. I would have noted that. But because uh, <laughs> when asked about declining ratings, he noted that Raw has also declined over the last year. He said just like WWE, AEW also expects a huge increase in revenue in the next TV deal, which that's not break, breaking news. Um yeah, on, I mean, anyone that's in this business is looking to make some money, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. Uh, he confirmed the relationship between AW and Warner Brothers Discovery is still strong, and it would take a huge offer for AW to leave them in the in, uh, leave them in the me- media bidding war of 2024. Uh, he went on to say that the Continental Classic is the most fun he's ever had booking, and the fan feedback will result in AW going to more of a sports based presentation style. But when he was asked about a women's Continental Classic, he kind of dodged the question and instead stated that the women's division has been a big positive lately and they will continue to improve it even saying Cap. that they'll be uh, active in the free agency uh in 2024 really because yeah. y'all y'all ain't even trying to make a bid for julia and yeah i was just something. gonna bring that up yeah y'all, y'all are crazy bro. Yeah, like, but i i think you know it sounds like to me wwe kind of probably made a huge deal towards her so uh and then finally he did say reveal that there will be some big storyline revelations at world's end and teased that he thinks it's probable that 
the identity of the devil will be revealed. But you know, he's also selling a show. You yeah, know what I'm saying so, he's trying to get make sure he sells as much uh, uh, buy rates. Yeah, I mean, it's weird because who wouldn't be excited for a woman's version of that? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, because there's women that are not being used that you can yeah. put them in that and not have 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 them have anything to do with the main title picture. Yeah. Um, and you can't say it's been a big positive when the only big positive really has been, um, you know, the development of Sky Blue and Julia well, so, Hart, which is kind of yeah. attached to the hip. And then you got the stuff with uh, Tony Storm. Yeah. But like, there's more than just those three women. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, Mariah so, May's like on the on the outskirts of that too. But yeah. you know, it makes me wonder, to be honest with you, um, you know, how can they do a free agency? There's already, like you said, girls aren't being used. So it makes me wonder: Are you losing some people soon? Is Brit? We've oh, heard from Britt Baker yeah, all year. She, is she leaving? Yeah, you know I mean, like, I mean, like I'm thinking, like, yeah, I don't people know, people like that. So, but um, yeah, I don't know. It's it's yeah, it's one of those things where we seen them. There must be something going on because again, I remember I was even commenting on like, oh, we're bringing Rio back and having to remind everyone every week when she's on TV that she's a former champion, and it's like. Why are we doing like what? It's feeling like a stretch now. Like you know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's like you're going through all this trouble to make this story work when it's like, oh, maybe y'all ain't got access to the other toys because y'all y'all bullshitting right yeah, now. Yeah, you know what that, I mean? Yeah, so yeah. I don't know. I mean, they they had the whole thing with Thunder Rosa returning and then she's not on TV. She must yeah, be just completely sense. collision. I guess she's like I, I, another yeah, another problem. One like, of those. Yeah, exactly. The it's <laughs> the the island of collision basically. Yeah, it's yeah. Uh, yeah, and then the speaking is. of collision and someone that frequents it, uh, and we haven't seen because you know we did bring up last week she was hospitalized. Uh, yeah, do you have a brief uh, update on. I saw the uh, picture, man. dude. I'm telling you, CJ, and I was in CJ Perry. I just opened up the uh, the IG after you left. I'm like, ah, yeah. I had that picture last week, but I was like, yeah. I was staring at. It, I go, I can't do this to him. <laughs> not a live live recording. It wasn't but, as uh, bad as I thought, but not something you expected. No. Yeah. Not 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 for a woman to take a picture of, to be honest. Yeah. She said uh, after 120 hours of being in the hospital, Fuck. they finally caught the severe infection that was hitting my nervous system. The doctor said they caught the infection before it hit my organs and bones. The doctors had to remove the infection by cutting open my finger and draining the infection out. I will be yeah. having an open wound and heavy duty in uh, antibiotics. Uh, to keep the infection uh, from damn, you know, so that's yeah. why she had it open because she had to keep it open. Yeah, uh, yeah I that's what I thought was weird too. I was like, yeah, I was like, like who well, takes photos like this? Like yeah. as a woman, like <laughs> you imagine that's, that's like a, that's like Tyson Kid. Like, look, their neck still opened up instead yeah. of taking a picture with the. I was just like, what the hell's going on? Yeah, and then uh, that just, ain't a good sign. No, not at all. <laughs> and then just uh, in the vein, because I usually put other anything outside of uh, WWE with AEW, but we already knew this. But the Grizzled young veterans look like they'll be making their teenage debut at Hard to Kill on January 13th, and I just think that was worth uh, bringing up because I like that tag team I, I, a lot. I just want to say it's a good day. It's a good day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was the best that they had used them, bro. Yeah, <laughs> I remember. I, I don't know what they were doing with that, but they were just uh, I don't know. It, that was around the time that they were also kind of pushing uh 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 what's it Marcel Bartel was like oh yeah mm-hmm. sure. American, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, I don't know what happened with that, bro. I, I, w- I wanted to see it play out because I just I knew there was gonna be some sort of like entertainment around it. Like you can see that that scene in a movie for sure. Yeah, you know what I mean? Where definitely. you're like, oh, it looks like old old uh, sauerkraut came around. Like, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Type yeah. Shit, you know? <laughs> That's pretty funny. But um. Yeah. Anything else on the yeah. uh, outskirts? Uh, no, uh, uh, none on the outskirts. I was going to go into some WWE stuff. Um, well, real, did, I'll just in real quick just because I brought him in. Uh, I didn't even mean to bring him up. Uh, yeah, that's actually what yeah, I was going to yeah, say. Yeah, 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 I was just going to say, yeah. speaking of hospital visits. I was going to say, speaking of uh, yeah. uh, of uh, 
Marcel Bartel. Yeah, Gunta. Gunta. And his wife, Ginny, who they just got married yeah. earlier this year. Yeah. Uh, they just gave birth to their son. First he said, son. he would be the greatest icy champion ever. Like, he's like, I'm going to lose it. I'm going to keep the title for 18 years until I fight my son. I'll drop it to and him. And I'll drop it to him. Yeah, yeah. And then he better not drop it. Yeah, yeah, work. Yeah, no, congratulations to Gunther no, for sure. and, and yeah, his man. wife, for sure. I mean, that means he's going to be chopping people even extra hard. And they're like, I'm going hard for this shit. Yeah, low-key, low-key, man. Like, I, I want to know... I need to know what the <laughs> documented measured hands were of this kid. Upon <laughs> yeah, 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 that's funny. If you got like, what do you weigh in at, bro? Because yeah, like, yeah. you know, sometimes kids they like to slap, bro. So you did, y'all, did y'all play that Jaws soundtrack? In Dude, the, <laughs> it came Yo. out. Did he come out with his hands behind his, his back? It's like we actually uh, during the, during the, during the procedure we played the orchestral version mm-hmm. of it. Yeah, yeah exactly. We made things a lot of a lot, oh, lot of calm, man. a lot of calm in the office. Surprisingly. Oh, that's um, hilarious, dude. Uh, moving on a little bit, just uh, some brief stuff. Uh, WWE has sent out emails to fans in the UK revealing that NXT in the UK, not NXT UK, but mm-hmm. NXT broadcasting in, in the UK, will no longer air on TNT Sports as it has been and instead will now air live every week on the WWE Network going forward if you're in the UK area. So I just thought that was worth noting. Which is, I think that was probably only a big deal because I remember it took forever for the network to get to the UK. Mm-hmm. And I remember that was like, it was US and Canada immediately. And it just took for even back when it was the network, net, the old school network model before it was on Peacock. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I would hope they'd at least retain that with as long as they waited. And I know, like, yeah, the, the way to view stuff over there is a little bit limited if you don't have, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, certain channels or whatever i don't know i don't know how they love their wrestling the the graps i love my graps man yeah. you know <laughs> i don't, hey, don't. my graps fam <laughs> hey, I this episode it. just got pulled damn it <laughs> damn oh. Oh, man. but you're british you're british british man but um speaking uh, or just moving along in terms of just like little tidbits of news apparently tamina no one meaner than tamina has announced that she has retired from in-ring action said quote my time in wrestling is just about done um yeah i just thought you know it, it's interesting because you know i never felt like she had a very substantial run she never you know became the woman's world champion at any point but she was um, she was tag champ was it, right she became tag champions with uh nia Jax. ah yeah that did happen yeah, so she yeah because yeah, i remember it was like a, a thing where she finally got gold after so long yeah there you go um but yeah i mean I feel like she kind of got in the game a little older than the Usos, too, like where she probably couldn't take as many bumps. Yeah, and um, I think she was kind of plagued by the stuff that came what out. What her father. Yeah, yeah. And, I, and I just rewatched that, you know, because Dark Side of the Ring was on the other day, and I was just like, yeah, this was a whole bad look for WWE, man. Bro, like the whole briefcase thing is like, it, that, those, those those memes were about that. If you remember when that shit came out, everybody was just like, it's all good. It's just another briefcase. It's all good. Like, yeah. it's like, whoa. Like, what? Mm-hmm. We, we that's what we saying now, I guess. I mean, but... You know, shout out to her. Um, you know, it's not easy to bear that cross, like as you're illustrating, as far as yeah. trying to take on that name. Obviously, she went from Tamina Snooker to just Tamina. Mm-hmm. Um, but shout out to her, man. I mean, um, she could have got let go a long time ago. When yeah, you think yeah, about it, yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, and I will say, just a spinoff of uh, Tamina to her former team, bad uh, stablemate, mm. Sasha Banks. Haven't heard anything substantial, but I did hear that Not talks kind of fell through. I reported that she was uh, she was in the ring again. Yeah, that was well, it. yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> no, no, it was yeah. just just as simple as that. Like, no, she back. She she between the ropes, but the, yeah, that's all we know. Well, well I mean, more confirmative. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Where she's gonna oh, land? Oh, reports and, and like, yeah, yeah. yeah company so business. she recently on Christmas put up a photo of her dressed like you know in a Mrs. Claus outfit, 
and it said happy next line happy next line holidays and it said all i want for christmas is monet and so people already went h h h you know but, the but way what's the a though the no i mean that's just but, that's, but, a, that's a long that's just an actual sentence no but. no i know but just the way that she wrote it you would if you're going to take the ages you would have to take the a too I would you not so. i mean I if you're going to take the start of every sentence that she put on she made it a point to to answer but, but you know? see i look at it as you group these because they're one word. This is an actual sentence, so that's why. I mean, I can get what you mean. Like maybe she should. Because no one, no one usually says "Happy Happy Holidays." Uh, there's. A I'm in. I'm in the. I'm in the customer service business, mm-hmm. where I was being told to tell people Happy Holidays, and then I'd be like, "Merry Christmas." I'm like, "Trust me, I'm on your side. I just don't know. I ain't trying to assume." Yeah, yeah, nah. People be taking that shit serious, bro. Yeah, like, yeah nah, I ain't, yeah. I ain't yeah. blaspheming. I just don't know. Look, Booker T weighed in on the oh, possibility dumb. of uh, her coming to the WWE uh, on this Hall of Fame podcast. Said the thing is, obviously, there's a new regime in town. Maybe some of the issues that she was not too pleased with before are no longer a factor. It says it on his shirt. Hell froze over, and CM Punk came back after ten years. You know what I mean? There's a lane for Sasha Banks to stash Mercedes Monet. And I'm making a prediction. I'm calling it. She's back in 2024 in WWE. It's a done deal in my mind. But you know, she—he's no one of, you know, that, that writes those checks. But um, he's—he's he's known to cash those checks as well. Yeah, I only brought that up because <laughs> we got the Royal Rumble coming up soon. Yeah, is around the corner. So you think they're gonna do another women's uh, they Rumble? Al- they always do. I mean, well, they have seems an old, like it's yeah, been, yeah. A, been I, a staple of men's and women's at least since they the inception of it. So yeah, I—I um, I, I, I'm not gonna lie. I just don't remember the one last year at all. Um. So I guess it's kind of why I had to be reminded about it. Yeah, but who, I'm trying to think. Right here, I, I couldn't. It, I think it was Rhea Ripley. Oh, yeah, yeah that, that makes sense yeah. because um, she yeah, then, then she had the match with, with Charlotte. Yeah. Which, that's another whole thing because, I mean, it was a great match, but, you know, mm-hmm. I was just, like, tired of seeing Charlotte. Because I feel like anytime Charlotte is in the main event of a WrestleMania and she has to lose, she's, like, has this attitude, like, I've just given back so much to this industry. I'm like, no, there's, uh, there's going to be a time where you're going to have to lose. Like, I, I don't know. I always feel like there's just this – over protection of her yeah that there doesn't necessarily need to be when it's like you guys don't treat every second generation superstar like this no no yeah but you know not everyone's flair so get, get protected but, yeah like, yep and you know like they you, like that you, guy you right know now how much triple h endears flair you know I, well from the last i heard they're not even on speaking terms right now well now but yeah yeah, yeah who knows but so maybe I'm this is his way of like yeah, 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 yeah exactly yeah you can't take this away from me yeah, yeah, he's like yeah, yeah he's like well yeah well, who, you gotta come home sometime because he's gonna be like who got her there like she got, actually yeah. got herself there. what yeah, <laughs> like, yeah he's gonna yeah. be fucking having an aneurysm yeah, bro real. but speaking of mania being around the corner uh just two yeah. more little bits WWE, I guess, is set to introduce new tag team championships on the road to WrestleMania. Wow. Uh, saying, according to... Uh, oh, B- I know what you're saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. According to BWE, they have plans to separate the tag team championships on the road to WrestleMania 40. So that'll be interesting to see how that plays out. And Hopefully uh, we can get new designs. Yeah, I would hope so, too. Uh, and then just to end news on an interesting note, uh, the Wrestling Observer noted this year for the first time the WWE Hall of Fame will fall solely under Triple H. I was going to bring that up. I was yeah. wondering if, if you heard about that, because I don't know if that's going forward or if that's just going now. And I'm like, yo, that opens up way more possible. I mean, like, yeah, it, it says, you know, it's it's a departure from the traditional oversight of Vince McMahon. Uh, it's yes. as though the the foundational principles for induction will likely remain unchanged. And, unchanged. and what I mean yeah. by that is, a female talent, Speak, a character talent, yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure a minority have a, talent. Yeah, I'm like, sure they're gonna know. have a format still going, but I'm sure there's and, and probably still just as tight. Yeah, on on the uh, the reception speeches. <laughs> yeah, but, 
Yeah, I mean, um, again, I, I'm excited for that only because you have to credit Triple H for being the guy to talk uh, um, San Martino back into the company to accept that yeah. Hall of Fame. You know yeah, what I mean? Not, so, yeah, definitely. And a few other people, too, have come, yeah. you know, come back. But it did say the mm-hmm. selection process could still be influenced by political considerations, particularly if Nick Khan advocates for a particular candidate. However, the Hall of Fame ultimately falls under the creative domain of Triple H calling the shots. So That's cool. And so I mean, it's like Triple H goes in, or like the DX goes in there like twice. Like, oh yeah, we got to put the New Age Outlaws in there now because yeah. they're one of the most decorated tag teams. Oh, and then Billy Gunn won the King of the Ring once. Oh no, no, fuck Billy. Um, <laughs> he sold that piss ant t-shirt company. He's like, I'm gonna put myself in for uh for winning the the King of the Ring that Austin was won. B- he said I was gonna put I put Billy's name on on the ticket, but then we cut him out. Yeah. Scissors. We did. Yeah. And we actually, we, uh, uh, it's Chuck now. It's just yeah, Chuck. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Chuck's cool. It's Chuck and Rico. You imagine he gives Chuck a solo <laughs> induction and like leaves Bill. Oh, oh and man. Rico. And Rico, yeah. Oh, man. All right. Okay. Well, going on to the NXT side of things, I'm going to make this pretty brief. Um, there were some, you know, breakout tournament matches, stuff like that. But I, you know, I know we want to really concentrate on the go home week for World's End because there's a lot more going on on that side. But, uh, you know, we'll kick it off with some year end awards that were given out during the show. Uh, or at least where there was a vignette for it. We didn't see physical ring bells give, being given to people. But uh, Tag Team of the Year went to the Creed Brothers. Uh, female Superstar of the Year went to Tiffany Stratton, which I don't disagree. Uh, male Superstar of the Year. I'm surprised that it wouldn't go to uh, Lyra. I, th- I mean, I, I would too. think she's probably the only competition in that. I mean, because you couldn't put Becky in there, even though, yeah, she was there for, like, what, a month or two? Yeah, but, like, a cup of coffee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then uh, Irish male- cream in the coffee? Yeah. Ah, <laughs> ah, what uh, I did there? Ah, ah, it's lame. We'll, we'll move on. <laughs> <laughs> Mel Superstar of the Year uh, went to Ilya Dragunov, which I thought he really? he might have had some competition with, like, a Trick Williams I was surprised or that Mello Trick didn't. or Yeah, yeah, I would have said Trick. So, uh, Mello, I think his year was last year. He just... Continue the consistency. Yeah, definitely. Um, uh, match of the year went to Carmelo Hayes versus Ilya Dragunov at, agree. at uh, NXT No Mercy uh, when Ilya finally got the belt. It's and just thank God it's not a, a Braun Breaker match. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> as usual. exactly, yeah, which yeah. is funny because that that's how Nathan Frazier took on Braun that night. I and and it was that. like him talking to Axiom saying, yeah, hey, I can't believe I didn't win male superstar of the year, but hey, I'm just glad Braun didn't win. You know, <laughs> I mean, you like how mad can that guy be? You see all the things he's doing <laughs> and he's standing behind him. Hey, know, bitch. So, oh, man. And it's then, me, uh, Big Evil. Uh, yeah, that's, that's of course what he said. I don't, I don't yeah. need to win a popularity contest. I'm the badass of WWE. And it's like, we get if you it, have to man. tell someone you're a badass, you're not a badass. Yeah. That's how it always is. Speaking right. of which, moment of the year went to The Undertaker arriving to the NXT arena. So, you know. Into, really? Yeah. Huh. I mean, it could have. I, I, I they, imagine they, they had a few stuff. I imagine they had other choices. But yeah, when yeah. You throw Undertaker arriving and it not being on anyone's bingo card, really. Yeah, that's I can true. see how it tilts the scale. Yeah, you know? that's very true. Because I was going to say possibly Becky showing up. Yeah, uh, I can see that. Deal. I mean, it's probably, like you said, one of the nominations, but... Yeah, definitely. But, uh, yes, as far as notable things that happened, um, we did talk about last week, Josh Briggs is going to be taking on Noam Dar for the Heritage Cup. Really, honestly, a good match. Josh Briggs was winning 1-0, to zero, and then what happened was, in the in right uh, at the end, was Last Legend hit Briggs in the back of the head with the ringside bucket that they have, because, again, Briggs didn't want any help. Um, and the ref's uh, back was turned. And then she, uh, Jakara, then went in, uh, tossed the bucket in the ring while they distracted the ref again. 
Dar and Briggs grab it at the same time. It's a tug of war, and then Briggs actually strikes Dar with it as the referee turns around and gets disqualified. The only reason I brought that up is because he's kind of sulking about it in the in the back, and he's there, and Jensen and Fallon show up, and they basically break up, but like amicably. Whoa. Like Jensen goes, "Hey, man." Look, I know you don't want to say it, you don't want to admit it, but I know, you know, when I got here, you took care of me as soon as I got to NXT, but I know you have aspirations to be a single star. And then he looked at Fallon and goes, you're spreading your wings. You know, you got this thing with Tiffany coming up. And uh, she kind of said something that ended up adding a stipulation to their already, if you lose, you become my servant thing. Now, if Tiffany loses, she becomes a ranch hand for, for a day. So it's like... Ranch hand or servant match, which is like kind of a weird uh, stipulation, but yeah. But they basically do because I don't know if you notice they do knaves in the back. I don't know who taught them that, but they just did it one last time. And you know, Josh went to the left when he was done. She went to the right, and it just so Jensen mm. there by himself. And he did seem a bit concerned, you know, like man, I'm by myself now. But he also kind of was the one that confronted it, you know. So, but it was I interesting mean, he, because yeah. it, it, it was a, a cordial splitting. You know, that's so. more than you could say that what they've done before for other trios or stables 100%. like that. 100%. That's why I felt like to bring the, it up. Usually they'll either, A, book it too long, mm-hmm. where it's like, oh, it's just it's just one of those acts that just, oh, it's those guys. Yeah, we look, you know. Mm-hmm. Or it's like, you know, they book it where they break up and no, you don't see anybody. Anymore. Somebody like, suffers, yeah. Yeah, like, so. yeah, it doesn't, like, like toxic attraction, right? I mean, mm-hmm. that, circumstances with that one, too, but. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I think it's good because then you got Jensen, who's like obviously the visual is like, well, I'm kind of the only the only man who doesn't seemingly look like I got stuff figured out yet. Yeah, what direction I go? But he's got you a good look. I mean? So he definitely has a good look. So we're gonna take him to uh, Cobb County. <laughs> yeah, maybe get him suited and booted. Mm. Shout out the Ray trailer. Not mad at it, you know. But uh, we had uh, the yeah, first of, of Sorry, two. I was about to start singing a song. <laughs> oh man, we had the uh, first of two uh, men's breakout tournament semifinals. Lexus King taking on Riley Osborne, who you know the guy who represents Chase U. Finish came. We're forgetting about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, he seems like he's going to be a player for sure. But King hits Riley with a back suplex backbreaker. I should say, you know, when you pick it up like that, and then followed up with a straight jacket backstabber for a very near fall. Then he went to set him up for a superplex. You mean the bank statement. Uh, yeah, yeah, there you go. Except without the, yeah, know, yeah. The cross and the thing yeah. is, Trey Bearhill at the beginning of the match sat down with a steel chair, like on the I ramp. I forgetting that that's you know? a real guy's name. Yeah, man. yeah. And uh, so when he had him in the corner about to go for superplex, he got up and brought the, you know, picked up the steel chair, started smacking it to like make noise. And it kind of got his attention long enough for Riley to shove him off and then hit that shooting star press for the win to advance in the tournament. So I was surprised by that because. I thought Lexus King, especially the way he came in, was going to, you know, go to the finals at least. But I mean, well, he was the only notable name in the way that they they kind of squelched him in. Uh, yeah, uh, what's that way. Ava. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, See, it, I remember stuff. Yeah, no, yeah, you're good. And then uh, after the match, Bear Hill gets in the ring to confront King. He hits him with an overhand chop, and then. It's weird to see someone that's supposed to be a face do this. Like, he spins him around against the rope. So, you know, like that whole deal where you bounce him off the rope and hit him with a back elbow to the lower back? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Instead of doing that, he spins him around and just, like, from each side and does these back rakes. And I'm like, is that – are you supposed to be a bear? Like, what the – I didn't get that. And then so then he whipped him to the Mm. ropes – 
And then he, of course, took the powder to the floor. And I just the only reason I bring that up is because then Booker gives me like one of my favorite calls. He goes, "Integrity is dead. What kind of honor is that? Wow!" <laughs> like that, he that's so funny. Like he didn't hit him in the back. This <laughs> says the guy that, that that will talk shit and and do commentary yeah, at the 100%, same time. Hundred percent, man. Hundred uh, percent. And then, oh, then the man. other uh, semifinal, uh, we had Obafemi take on Tavion Heights. This is not a bad match, man. Uh, Tavion hit a rebound overhead belly to belly suplex which was impressive you know because Oba's a pretty big guy but when he tried to follow up he got uh he got clocked with a very very stiff clothesline from Oba followed him up with that pop-up flapjack then pop-up powerbomb combo I guess that's how he won you know or got to the yeah I remember and, uh, the so he yeah, yeah so he wanted to advance and then of course after the match we get Riley Osborne on the ramp to confront Oba they exchange you know words in front of the breakout contract table you know that that whole thing of that's what they're fighting for right there in the middle. This is the face-off, you know. I like still think of. one of the best versions of that is when uh, a young Pete Dunne fucked up Tyler Bate the, the day of the night before their fucking match. Yeah, dude. You're like, fuck, dude. Yeah, I remember I, I did not see that coming. No, I was yeah. like, hey, this guy's but, a little that, cheap. You know why I really remember that is because we got that match. It was uh, Neville. But, you know, yeah, against yeah, Tommy yeah. N, who Tommy wasn't N, even yeah. Malachi Black yet. I remember, yeah. like, who is this dude? Like, no, I knew like... I knew who Tommy N was. It was one of those things where I was like, holy shit. I'm like, they're looking at this kid? Like, you know what I mean? I was, like, kind of excited. I mean, that was yeah. one of those That was one of those exciting times during yeah. Uh, that, yeah, NXT Yeah, I can't remember sure. the last time I felt like that. You know what I mean? So Yeah, man, it's been a while. Uh, NXT Underground, I just felt the need to kind of just let you know. The, the finish is great. I, would I forgot watch that they it. brought this back. Yeah, Fuck. and I, and I'll be honest, I would watch it if you get a chance because it does have its spots, like it really does. But getting down to brass tacks, Dijak hits back the back discus boots and then attempts the third one, but Thorpe counters with a waist lock and then goes to German suplex him to the outside because remember, there's no ropes. Dijak backflips and lands on his feet. And then he hits him with a uh, feast your eyes, like while he's on his, because he's got you know. He's so so Eddie doesn't fall back from trying to. No. no oh, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah. So it it was very I was about to say, yeah. I was like, it was very interesting how he did that. Uh, he wraps his fist with the leather strap and then tries to clock Thorpe, but he avoids contact and hits. It's an implant DDT or impaler, but he calls it manifest destiny, which I never heard it called that till this match. And then he uh, he picks up the strap and starts. He basically takes Dijak to the woodshed for all the you know everything he did in front of his family and all that stuff. Uh, Thorpe jumps on his back with a rear naked choke because, again, there's no pins. It's knockout or tap or, you know, verbal submit kind of thing. And so he's trying to put him to sleep. But Dijak, and again, no ropes, so he charges from inside the ring to the corner and, like, knocks him off, basically, using the post. Like, oh, so the post is still there. It's just yeah, no ropes. Okay, yeah, okay. Right? I, was, I was about to say, I'm like, did he just fucking, like – cannonball himself out of the ring onto the floor. Yeah, I'm like, oh, right. shit, And it's dude. funny because so he tries to get this rear naked choke the whole match, and he does a lot of that Bam Bam Taz uh-huh. thing, you know, where you okay, backslam. Okay. Yeah, so yeah, that's yeah. important to know. So, um, and so he tries to then powerbomb Thorpe to the outside, mm-hmm. but Thorpe counters with a Hurricane Rana, and he literally flips onto the floor. Yeah, I was very surprised by that. Uh, he quickly follows up with that diving uh, elbow drop he usually does from the middle rope, but he does like a running, jumping version of it. Like, mm. from, you know, it's like, when else are you going to get a chance to do it like that? Like, running start. You know, it's the cactus elbow, but it's not. You know what I mean? And so, then he... Um, he hits another manifest destiny on the floor and then tries to rear naked choke him one more time. Now, it's important to note they never moved these steps. The steps were just moved close to, you know, out the way because, again, they're making room for everyone to surround the ring. Yeah. So that means the the, the steps are close to, like, e- they're on either side uh-huh. of the announce table. So what happens is 
He gets the rear naked choke on him with the leg grapevine, you know, or like, or, you know, on his back. He's desperately trying to get him to break the hole. He swings him into the barricade. And he will not break the, the hole. And he's like starting to fade. So he slowly climbs up the steps because he's trying to like jump off through the table. Basically, like, sandwich him like that. But instead, he's able to counter that shit, and he hits a manifest destiny through the table, and he doesn't get up after 10. So, you know, Thorpe won. So it, it, it was a pretty, pretty good old, match. Uh, this wasn't live, right? Uh, I don't – Or I, was it pre-taped? Like, because the only reason I – I know that's how the, a lot of the underground stuff was filmed before. Mm-hmm. No, this was live in, in the arena. Of, oh, okay, okay. Yeah, 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 I, that, that's why it, I was – okay, I wasn't sure if it was that, because I know a lot of times they'll be like – Making it seem That's like they're a in a question, whole different though. room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's surrounded by just nothing but like actors or, or stand ins or whatever. No, that's a so, good okay. question. Yeah, because I didn't even think about that until you brought it up. Yeah, it, this is, the, I think, the first time. The, the reason like I asked is I was wondering if the fans were actually into the match. Oh, yeah. They, okay. Yeah, they, they, it was a hot match, bro. Like, because be I'm honest. not going to lie. Like, I feel bad. Like, uh, I don't watch as much because I get pretty much my fix through you. Mm hmm. But I feel like the start and stop from Eddie Thorpe has kind of hurt him, and I just didn't know if people were, were even caring anymore. So yeah. that's that's good to know. Yeah. And then uh, the only last thing to, to add, and I'll just go down the, the final card for New Year's Evil, is that early in the night, Trick is in the back, and Mello's there, and Trick at, you know, because remember, Ilya got hurt last week because of his match at Ridge Holland. And he's just like, do you think he's going to make it a New Year's Evil after what happened last week? Mello says, you know, you and I both know it'll take a lot more to keep him down, you know? And Trick is like, yeah. You know, but I'm thinking about maybe pushing the match back because I'd rather face Ilya at 100%. But Melo's like, no, nah, man, you're crazy not to take your shot right now. He's like, like, I just like, face that boy. He crazy. <laughs> or he was like, you should take your shot regardless, you know, because the injury wasn't your fault. And then Trick goes, so wait, you think I can't beat him at 100%? He goes, no, I'm not saying that. He's like, but your momentum is on fire right now, so the time to strike is now. He's like, you know, five years from now, no one's going to be talking about whether or not he was 100%, only that you became NXT champ. He goes, let me put it to you this way. LeBron James won the NBA championship in the bubble, but nobody questions who he beat they just know he won he won you know and it was a good example you know like this would be the first time i would say there was real genuine support from hayes yeah, instead it, of like it, yeah he, it's, it's like, like things yeah. lingering and is he trying to loss in translation or yeah, yeah 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 i know what you mean and yeah. he's like all i'm saying man is take your shot but think about it and they fist bump and then later on uh we do see Ilya show up to the arena with a neck brace on and they're trying to interview him he goes i'm here for Trick Williams. And it just walks off. And then there's like this pre-tape that you could tell. Because they're in some room sitting down at a table across from each other. It's it's good. It's a good way to to sell the match. But it was like, oh, I thought we were going to get like a live deal or you guys in the back confronting each other or something. And Trick just says, I need to know if you're able to strap up your boots and step up to the line against me at New Year's Evil because I'm not holding back. And you noticeably see um, – you know, Ilya is like rubbing his neck brace as Trick signs the contract. And he says, if you need more time, we could push this back. But just let me know. And then Ilya responds by saying, unfortunately, Trick, nothing and no one can stop me. Then removes his neck brace and throws it over his shoulder like nothing. And and then like he signs the contract and he says the match is on. And then Trick removes the shades. They both stand up. You know, they have a handshake and, like, an intense stare. And that's how the show ends. Which is so weird because he's, <laughs> he's like, good thing I brought that extra brace in the car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which I didn't do that. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. like, it's time to be tough. Yeah. But uh, in terms of New Year's Evil, we get Roxanne Perez taking on Ariana Grace. Uh, there's a six-man tag where it's the it's three members of the No Quarter Catch crew who had a really good, like, vin- I'm never going to get used promo. to that name. No. They have a thing now. It's basically they do this. You mean the uh, yeah the Randy Orton 
from back uh, in the day. I, I, was, I, I, think was, it was I was Perry thinking Saturn. Perry Saturn. Yeah. <laughs> but they're taking on Dragon yeah. Lee, Joaquin Wilde, and Cruz del Toro. Did want to note at one point they accept the challenge for the six man, and we do see uh, what's her name. Uh, why can't I think of her name right now? The one Electra. I would say Electra shows Lopez. up, and she was like, "Oh, it's good to see my crew again." And they're all keen and like, and you know, happy to see her. And where's you that, see, where's Lo- that but, bitch but, Zelina? It, no, but, <laughs> <laughs> but Lola Vice is with her, and she uh, seems okay. like I don't want to be here. And like, she seems annoyed that Electra's there, and you know, and they're like, "Oh, here's my friend Electra," and or here's my friend Lola, and she's not. It's not an afterthought, and she's just like. She just has this thing because the whole time she's rolling her eyes, like, why am I here? Yeah. She's like, hola. You know, and it's just like, Jesus. <laughs> like, you know, so, but it was cool to see them together. Uh, we get the ranch hand or servant for a day match, which is Fallon Henley taking on Tiffany Stratton. Of course, we get the NXT Women's Championship, Lyra Valkyria versus Blair Davenport. They had a face to face, like, pre tape. It was really good. And then, of course, Ilya Dragunov, the mad dragon. Uh, defending his NXT championship against Trick Williams. So that would be next week. And that All was right. my brief NXT review. All right. Well, definitely. Um, And, and it's Fallon versus who? Tiffany Stratton. Oh, okay. I don't know why I was like, I was like, I was like in my head, I'm like, man, it, it ain't still, what's her name, right? Uh, the financial chick. <laughs> oh no, Kiana James. And her. Yeah, yeah. I was, no, no, I was no. like, I was like, as if, uh, if Kiana loses, then you might as well just bring Jensen back to be like, Guess what? <laughs> guess uh, guess <laughs> guess who came back to the trial? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> guess who that ranch hand is? Yes. Eh? Yeah, you mm. know. But um, I'm good with the bulls. <laughs> you good with the Buchanan? Come here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, man. Like, was it? We kept saying Briggs and Buchanan would have just been a yeah. Uh, I don't know Buchanan. These missed opportunities. But, oh, uh, yeah, man. We'll take a quick break. Yes, sir. And uh, we're going to get into the AEW um, review and then uh, get into some quick uh, predictions as well. Ladies and gentlemen, you already know what it is. Winter Circle Pro is back Friday live in Chino, California, January 26th at the American Legion Post number 299 for our official one-year anniversary show. It was written, too, as we take it back to where it all began. And you can get your tickets right now at itwaswritten.eventbrite.com. $25 for front row, $20 for general admission. And I'm just letting you know the first 20 people that purchase tickets will be entered into a live raffle drawing during intermission to win two front row tickets to our very next show Details pending, and we'll keep you guys updated, but you can only do so by getting your tickets now and staying up to date. Follow us on social media at Winter Circle Pro on Instagram and at Winter Circle PW on Twitter as we continue to drop all our match announcements, vendor announcements coming soon as well. Make sure you guys grab your tickets, and we're looking forward to entertaining you guys in 2024. Go. Welcome to the Quincy Jones Show, home of the tag team champions of the IE, Quincy Jones and Doc Lesnar. Yep, we are back, and um, I'm going to try to make this as uh, quick as I can. I mean, there's a lot of wrestling. Uh, well, not that there's a lot of wrestling matches, but there was a lot of wrestling in the matches itself. Yes, sir. So, yeah, John Moxley, Swerve Strickland, Jay White, Gold League Tournament Final. Um, they kicked off a, I will say it was a banger. This was a banger. Um, you know, it had to be a banger when both that match and the other final has two picture-in-picture breaks. Yeah, so. dude. <laughs> Um, 
But yeah, I mean, I, I'm, I'm gonna just. I mean, you've seen this? Yeah, I watched the whole show. Okay. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. So I'll, I'll just drop a few of the, uh, you know, the stuff on here mm-hmm. as far as like the spots and stuff like that. Um, I'm glad the whole thing wasn't in the crowd because they, yeah, they went to the outside almost immediately. <laughs> yeah. Totally. Like you know, the, I like how they both disposed uh, white over the barricade and then immediately like Mox is like, yeah. and you too, bitch. Yeah. yeah fuck you. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's all, that's all you What's ever your do. Name? Swerve. Swerve. Fuck you, Swerve. Fuck yeah, Swerve. I like you, Strickland. Yeah, that, that's literally yeah. That that's him and in, in, in Mox in uh, mm-hmm. Kingston, huh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, anyways, uh, all three men finally make it back to ringside. Um, as you see, White sneaks Mox with a chop block to the knee. They, I mean, during their match last week, uh, he had a targeted that same knee. Yeah, he so. did. Yeah, in a really good way too. To be honest, yeah. No, I mean, uh, the thing is, is he does use the dragon screw a lot in his mm-hmm. uh, offense. So I thought it made sense, and then for him to go back to it for sure. Um, and then he takes him out with that single arm suplex into the chair at ringside. I was like, Dude, fuck. Yeah. Uh, and then, he, you know, he hits a, a swerve with one in the corner, too, as well. Um, you know, he also – that's the one thing I did like about Jay White's game is he would go back and forth. Like, he would slide back out to go make sure Mox was so fucked up. Like, he, mm-hmm. I think he hit him with, like, a, a front suplex, like, knees first on the apron. Yeah. And then he went to go try to do it to Swerve. Swerve actually landed on the apron and then hit him with uh, what I called a – it was hard riding us. AJ Styles style sliding knee off the apron. Yeah, hundred percent. Um, but yeah, there. Uh, I, I did like how uh Mox at one point tried to hook in the Death Rider, but Swerve back body dropped him, and then he uh kind of collided with Jay on the outside. So there was a lot of like uh stuff where all three guys were involved. Um, it kind of kept things fresh, a little unpredictable, and stuff like that too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I mean. It's kind of weird that uh, Mox will still go for a suicide dive, even though you know he's gonna fuck up his knee. Yeah, <laughs> but exactly. Uh, he, and he sold it too. Yeah, he um he he did hit a paradigm shift for a near fall. Um, you did see Mox try to put Swerve through a timekeeper's table, but then fucking Jay White uh, reminds you of the rules. Oh yeah, <laughs> the throwing yeah. rules, and he like comes out of nowhere with a steel chair and, and fucking like swings for the fences across his Bro. back a couple times. Yeah, um, and his leg too. Yeah, dude. Yeah, he was yeah, great. Yeah. yeah, dude. Um, At one point, he he starts to walk away, and then goes, "No, nah, you know what?" <laughs> he comes back, and he does it a couple more times. I was yeah, like, I, I did love when uh, when Swerve hit the house call out of nowhere on um on mm-hmm. White, and then uh, then he hit him with like I'd never seen him do this before. It was he set him up in a power bomb position, and then he transitioned never, to a power slam. Yeah, I've seen I've seen him do it, but it's been a really long time. But it's not something. It's it's part of his AEW. No, no, I, so I've never. Okay. I, to me, that's Maybe an AEW specific like move set. Like I've never huh. seen him do it in any other place before. Then, but like I think it's because he's got more muscle now. But I can't remember who he did it against. But it was like just one of those things. Where you're like, did I just see that? That was crazy. Yeah, I mean, he didn't even go. Like he didn't slam him for the bomb. He just picked them up and then like mm-hmm. transitioned. It was yeah. kind of uh, interesting. Mm-hmm. But then people were like, why don't you just do a power slam? Yeah. <laughs> uh, he, hit the, he hits the diving 450 for a near fall, but the near fall being uh, Mox coming out of nowhere to break it up at the curb stomp. Mm-hmm. Uh, all three men down for the picture-in-picture picture break. That's how you go to break. You know what I mean? That, you got the whole crowd hot as shit. Oh, yeah, definitely. And we're like, we're, we're going to play a commercial for the beekeeper. Uh, anyways, uh, back from picture-in-picture, White hits Swerve with a sleeper suplex. Uh, tries to get one on Mox, but he counters it to the rear naked choke and tries for the bully choke. And then Swerve... Returns the uh, the favor. He comes out of nowhere with a fucking house call, uh, and just fucking dude. He, he I, I love watching him hit those because before he would just set up for it and call for it. Now he'll hit it out of nowhere, and you're just like he'll just mm-hmm. rock your whole shit. Dude. Yeah, and, and sometimes he doesn't need that running start either. No, yeah, they're trying. Yeah, they're trying to make. Oh, he didn't get the running start. I'm like, he, hey, 
You got all that power. That used to be a fitness motherfucker. Yeah, my, <laughs> yeah pay, pay homage. Yeah. Uh, White tries for, uh, for the Blade Runner. Swerve counters only to eat a King Kong lariat from oh, Mox. Yeah. Uh, then White hits Mox with the Blade Runner, but Swerve is again there to break it up. Uh, the theme for him, honestly, throughout the whole match. Um, White grabs the chair from the outside again, cracks it against Mox's back again, uh, and hits Swerve with a gut shot. Uh, he then wedges it in the corner, tries to throw Swerve into it. Swerve turns it around, throws him head, uh, uh, him being Jay White head yeah. first. Mm-hmm. I gotta watch that because there's three guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, Swerve steps up for the Swerve stomp, but White pushes him down to the floor off the top. Uh, as he then tries to hit another Blade Runner on Mox, but he uh, is able to counter into the Death Rider for the win. Uh, great match. I mean, I wasn't mad at the finish. I mean, I think um, everyone was like kind of hoping it wasn't going to be Mox from the beginning of this tournament. Just because he's already gotten so much in his company, to be yeah, honest. Like, it, he doesn't really need it. But I, I think the story being told makes sense, especially when you get to the other final. Uh, that, that, that's uh, true. And then, and then I, I will say this is there was a few names that had great matches against him that without the tournament you wouldn't have seen them fight. Mm-hmm. Um, that did wonders for them. Like, you know, I'm not saying that – Swerve needed the jump, but you've never seen him against the caliber uh, against the ex world champion. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, uh, well, against Adam, uh, yeah. he did against Adam Page, but th- yeah, to but continue from, that from yeah, exactly. You know, this, him, you know? this did yeah. nothing but favors for Swerve for sure. Yeah, especially he's in there with another guy that's considered top tier, like mm-hmm. a Jay White. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, you got an indie guy against a Moxley who's been to the WWE and back and has been one of the top kings of the current company. Then you got a guy who did the same thing in Japan. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, you got a guy that's out here showing, you know, keeping up with everyone and damn near being the star of the match. So, yeah. it's good. I mean, yeah, it was, I, I like the ingredients of this, man. And, and uh, I think what I enjoyed the most was um, at the end when he does pin White uh, with the Death Rider, you see Swerve sliding back in the ring mm-hmm. a little too late. But it was, almost, it, again, played into the theme of him being there to break up the, yeah. the pin. So, I felt like I still protecting him a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we did get a, a interview with him uh, later. Uh, well, it was like shortly after. He's upset, obviously, about the loss. Uh, with Tony Schiavone's there, tries to give him credit for the tremendous match. Uh, yeah, Swerve talking about how uh, you know how you quote unquote meant that shit when he said that this tournament was going to breathe new life into the not just the the company but the industry. Mm-hmm. Talks about how he feels like his arm is falling off his body and uh, how much he wanted to win and how everyone else knows how much he wanted to win. But also talks about not being the one pinning the match. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So still considering himself one of the best, if not the best, in AEW. Uh, he then addresses a challenge uh, that was made to him on Collision. I will t- I'll tell you this. There's been this ongoing um, series of ominous promos that Keith Lee's been uh, doing where he keeps referring to someone as him. But you think he's talking about himself in the third person oh. as him. And then you realize, no, him is someone he's has his eye on, but he's not calling him out until he finally called him out. I guess it's Swerve this whole time. See, I wonder if that's what Nana meant because I got to put you on to something on. About oh, that, that's probably that, that's probably yeah. yeah yeah that actually that makes sense yeah yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean they you know they actually had a it was weird like Tony Schiavone for some reason had the contract. <laughs> yeah, that that wasn't yeah. done well. He's like, uh, I, I didn't get my approval. He, he, he's actually <laughs> here and said if I ran into, he's like, well if he's well, here, why isn't he just delivering this shit himself? Well, he's like, why are you an errand boy for yeah, for Keith yeah. for, for Lee? Siobhan, come uh, on, Siobhan. I mean, Swerve he just he just warns Nana to see if he even makes it to World's End, which I'm like, well he does have uh, hitters, so yeah. Uh, he, he just he got just, a gang in boy. And then you got Keith like, do it this time without trench, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> for real. Nah, uh, from here we uh, had a uh, – those are two ups in a row, by the way. Mm-hmm. I had a down right here. This is uh, a Mariah May segment with Renee Paquette really? in front of the live crowd. Mm-hmm. I mean, this it's not 
she wasn't the down is what happened after. Uh, uh, Mariah May basically announces her debut will be next week on the first Dynamite of the new year. Uh, Rio comes out uh, to get some revenge for Mariah attacking her with the title belt last week. Um, Tony Storm intervenes with <laughs> it was funny because her running down, you know, permitted a, a, a black and white filter just for the rundown, mm-hmm. um, allowing Mariah to kind of get out of dodge, but like kind of leaves her in the ring with Rio getting the best of Tony until Luther pulls her out of the ring and then she jumps on them too, and then she just is posing with the belt, and I was just like, man, I feel you, but you don't gotta like bury Tony. Yeah, I feel like two two weeks in a row, you know, even though Mariah came down and she yeah. cleaned her clock last week with that yeah, belt she shot, did. But, she did. but she still got hit with the faint kick. And, and, you know I mean? and the other and, thing is, I couldn't help but think in the back of my mind, I could hear Cornette like, talking shit about Mariah May running away from someone the size of Rio. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? It was just like, what? Well, you know what's funny is you you had brought it up last week, um, and a, a oh, lot of people- uh, Soraya? Y- yeah, yeah, a lot of, uh, like, and you know, you'll never hear me agree with Mr. Glenn Goberti that much, but he had the same kind of observation of, like, I can't imagine that she wanted to put over someone that looks and acts like a schoolgirl, and she's like a real wrestler. She's been wrestling since she was what, thirteen or whatever it was. Yeah, and I I get it. It's like why why am I putting over? Like he's he's questioning why are the core people uh, in the women's locker room putting over the Japanese talent in a sense of they just kind of come and go while they're yeah, there. All the time, it, yeah, yeah. So. No, you know that, that that's a good point. I mean, I can't say the same as what uh, Emmy Sakura, but I will say that yeah, she does get substantial amount of time anytime she is being. Yeah, so definitely. and it's not like it's not merited either because she's she is a hitter, mm-hmm. but you do notice that sometimes you'll get like these whatever matches with with a, a sky blue or and a ruby, yeah, and it so feels very filler, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right though. That, that that's you know I, I you know we got to pay attention, Mike. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we had a whatever backstage segment with Top Flight and Andrade uh, or Andrade Andre Action Andretti, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Like uh, I'm not even, I, I, I even going to bring I'm like I'm not even going to bring that part I'll, I'll put was Segment leads to a trios match Against Orange, Trent, and Rocky On Rampage uh, Tonight actually And uh, just a side note Since I brought up Rampage uh, Wheeler Yuta is also going to be Defending his Pure title tonight Against Matt Seidel as well mm-hmm. So um, From here That was You know Whatever Not an up or a down I mean I could say it's a down for it the way existed. He, 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 Yeah I mean like the whole Water thing I'm like That was a whole well, that, I'm like, And then the whole I, like, I see what's going on here. That shit was well, it's like okay, <laughs> okay, look, like I'm not like it's funny because it's this running bit that Orange keeps doing. Like, anytime yeah. someone talks about wanting a challenge shot or something, yeah. he just oh, you think I didn't hear you off the screen? So I'm not mad at it. It's pretty funny, but yeah, when it's uh, I don't know, like they need to do something with those three guys, especially when they're like, oh yeah, we just want to do a a trios match. Just have a trios match. I'm like, nigga, why? Yeah. There's the whole league. I, I, I guess just trying to get their get the weight up. You I, know? I, I was gonna say at least face a team that's in standings, but there's not even standings for that shit anymore. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, um, from here we got a video package where it was Miro uh, pretty much challenging Andrade El Idolo to a match at World's End. This was an up. I love very well produced, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He said something like, "I mean, I believe in God, but maybe you should start." Mm-hmm. I was like. All right, man. Mm-hmm. Calm down, man. You blaspheming, huh? <laughs> I know it was just your birthday. I think I think, I God, it, I, I think, I think God helped your wife find he, that he's like, it, <laughs> he's, it was the wife of Miro. It was, it, it, it was the, the celebration of the life of Miro. Who is Jesus Christ? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I always forget his birthday is on Christmas. Yeah, well, so. you know what's crazy was the post I saw, it was like a day or two after, but... It was from CJ, but I'm also thinking, well, she's hospitalized or, uh, or, or recovering, so maybe that's why. But yeah. Yeah. 
but yeah, I always forget about it. Uh, it's a sensitive time of year for for uh, for old Mira. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, we had a Don Callis Boxing Day segment. Now uh, this was an up. Um, for those that don't know, Boxing Day is uh, I mean, basically d- Black Friday in Canada. Taz will let him know. Um, <laughs> he, he seems to have a whole stranglehold on the whole Boxing Day yeah. concept. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, he uh, Don Callis shows up, which y- you sit there and you realize, damn, I've been kind of, uh, you know, um, what's the word? <laughs> Uh, I've been blessed, I guess. Uh, I've been counting too many days of not having Don Callis on my TV, and I'm like, oh shit, I forgot about this fucking guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So the music uh, hits, you're like, oh. Fuck. Yeah. Uh, but he wanted to show his appreciation for his family. Um, again, as he's a Canadian, proud Canadian. First up, Hobbs get a, gets a painting of himself next to Don Callis, and a version of Don Callis I never want to see again. Uh, he has his shirt off, wearing <laughs> yeah, a, yeah. a bandana like Tupac, and even mm-hmm. throwing up the West Side. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just wrote a he big said, sh- just me and Hobbs on the weekend. He's like, that, that looks like us uh, uh, at the clubs. Uh, oh, I was like, man. shut the fuck up, dude. Mm-hmm. Uh, next up is Kanosuke son, as he insists on calling him, mm-hmm. whose uh, his painting shows a fit version of Don Callis with uh, I, I can only describe as yakuza style tattoos on his chest and arms. Yeah, dude, sitting in a chair with Kanosuke behind him, pulling a samurai sword out of the sheath. I was just like, yo, this is so. It, it's too. <laughs> Mm-hmm. It's it's too offensive, mm-hmm. and, then, and then and then you got of course Kyle Fletcher, uh, you know his painting uh, loading up is. Uh, oh, I thought it was weird he didn't have his new TV title with him, but whatever. Oh really? I, I kind of swore I, he was wearing it underneath his. Suit. Oh maybe maybe I thought, that's I what it was. Swore, okay. I thought I saw him wearing it, um, but <laughs> it's him and Don Callis shirtless with boxing gloves on fighting kangaroos. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> I was just like, dude. What the- you tone deaf motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyways, uh, Don Callis goes on about how he's feeling nice since uh, you know all the family is is there and where they're supposed to be, until we hear Sammy Gavor mm-hmm. uh, to a pop as a Spanish yeah, I god. Popped. I was like, oh, I did, okay, because yeah. you forget, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, he makes his way. You know, what? good for him to be able to get uh, seen on the last episode of the year because mm-hmm. I know he his feature was uh, kind of. In the wind, so to speak, he didn't know what was uh, you know was up and down as far as when he was going to return. So yeah, at least he was able to see some some uh some screen time before the year's end. Yeah, definitely. But um, yeah, man. Uh, the other family members are looking ecstatic to see him. To be honest, they're like gesturing for him to mm-hmm. join them in the, in the yeah, ring. Especially Hobbs, he's very he's audible. Like, hey, come on, hey, come man. on, Sammy, come on, Let's man. Go, baby. Uh, <laughs> you see Kyle Fletcher too, like hey, hey, baby. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he just, I don't, he does I'm a lot glad of, you weren't in that, uh, yeah. <laughs> that match with, hey. me, with me and those four oh, other, six other dudes. Hey, it was a good dad. That, that was a, it was yeah, a, yeah, if you I, get a I chance just, to see I, it, yeah, yeah, I watched it. I'm actually, I'm like an hour and a half into Ring of Honor, uh, what was it, Final Battle? Like you yeah. said, it is long as It's fun. long, but it, like it, when it you is. realize you're like, oh, there's this many matches, mm-hmm. but he's like, oh, but these matches are like. Fucking forty minutes, yeah, no, man. man. And that I quit match you were talking about was good. I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm in the middle of the Yuta, uh, or no, he just beat Lawler. For, yeah, for, yeah. They had a good match though. Yeah, they do have a good match. Um, Don Callis tries to talk to Sammy, but Sammy pushes the mic down immediately and questions why he hadn't heard from him since the the concussion. Uh, Don does his uh, usual dancing around before insisting that he sent a gift for his kid. Uh, before revealing a fourth painting that shows Sammy holding the new baby girl. While being surrounded by the rest of the Don Callis family, which was the most normal of any painting oh, yeah. he's ever revealed. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> ever. Uh, which actually pisses Sammy off yeah, even which, more. Yeah, I would say it was ironic the worst one, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> as, yeah, he's the one that everyone's mad at, right? Mm-hmm. Like, as he questions who told Don that he could even put his kid in the painting, which I was like, yeah, bro, you got to kind of, you know, mm-hmm. come on, fam. 
Uh, Don gets defensive and talks about being disappointed in him and says he needs to choose between the Don Callis family or his family. Sammy ends up putting hands on Don before even really answering because he tried to talk shit about him being a father. Yeah. Then he gets jumped by everyone until Jericho's music hits. And uh, they clear the ring and use Floyd to destroy the paintings. Mm-hmm. Uh, they both go for a handshake, but Sammy comes in for a hug instead as you, which I was like, come on, come on commentary, build on this, dude. Yeah, seriously. Because um, you only had three they, seconds they, to build like, on like it. Like they did, but not enough in yeah. that window. Yeah. To yeah. You know, so he goes in for the hug and you see Jericho kind of wary of it since the last time they were in the ring together. Sammy turned on him the same way with the hug, but... Uh, Ricky and Big Bill wasted no time getting up in there to do that. They came out of nowhere and jumped to both these Bro, fools. I thought Hobbs re-injured him. I was like, that's another concussion. Like, bro. damn, bro. Oh, he was like, oh, I almost clipped the bottom rope. Yeah, geez. Uh, they had to continue the assault until the lights go out for a long time. Uh, as we see, and you hear people, I'm like, is people getting jumped or what's going on? Yeah. Is, it, is it the devil? Like, I didn't know what was going yeah, on, Yeah, I didn't know what to expect, yeah. Uh, but we see Sting mm-hmm. <laughs> and Darby in the ring as they help out Sammy and Jericho for some reason. Uh, complete with Sting and Jericho taking turns yeah, beating for up uh, for some reason. Yes, yeah. Uh, they take turns beating up Bill with the both of their bats, and they run off the hills as uh, the four faces just kind of stare at each other in the ring. And the whole time I'm like, oh, let's just get a three way for the tag titles. Awesome. I thought it would have been kind of cool. Yeah, like, 100%. I mean, it would have been cool for Darby to get some. You know, not to say they would have won, but you know, I think it'd be kind of cool to be like, well, I know, or it could be a four way, really. I, I I know that's true. Oh, uh, oh yeah, you're right. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. I mean, the only reason I thought about the three ways they didn't really. It, it just was weird that okay, yeah, Jericho has still bad bad blood with Don Callis, but not of recently. Yeah, they have not fucked with him recently, and then it's like. Kyle Fletcher and Hobbs have not tagged together. Like, yeah. It's been Kanosuke and him yeah, that yeah. sex. So that's why I was weird because what ended up happening is they ended up turning this into a four, uh, eight, uh, eight, eight man, man tag. tag yeah. Which I was like, oh, there goes Jericho getting himself on the tar- yeah. uh, on the car with the Well, because I think he, they were supposed to get that tag title shot, so they had to salvage it. Obviously, but they, with they Kenny still, out with Yeah, they still could have done. That's why I, I would have said just do the three-way. Everyone or it could have just been Sammy taking Kenny's spot and just well, been a straight-up well, tag match. Yeah, too. that's true, too. But it's so weird. A lot of people, for some reason, there was like these uh, reports going out that they thought that because he mentioned them in the before promo that Jericho would have hit up Enzo. To tag with him, and I'm yeah, like, eh. I, and Enzo kind of weighed in on that, but he said, "I don't even know how they do things over there. I don't have any contacts over there. I'm just, I'm proud of what Bill's been doing. Stop fishing he for." Yeah. <laughs> He's like, "I'm just throwing some feelers out there." Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's, yeah. what, that's what that was. Uh, we did get uh, uh, up. Uh, we got another segment backstage. Roddy Strong. We were talking about this earlier, and um, this is great. <laughs> Charlie Day, uh, or I, this is why I wrote. I was like, well, with the Charlie Day Pepe Sylvia meme, uh, pretty much come mm-hmm. to come to life. Uh, R- Roddy sa- Day sands the yarn work, uh, mm-hmm. but with all Rose leading to Max as the devil, of course, uh, with Roddy vowing that MJF will be exposed as the devil. I don't know if this was a one take, but they did this perfect. Yeah, I just love how <laughs> yeah. Renee's like, we're gonna calmly go, Renee. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just kind of nervous because I don't know, Renee. Oh my god. Oh hey, <laughs> it's mm-hmm. like, oh you didn't see her before she introduced yeah. you. Hit <laughs> the frame. Uh, we get uh, the uh, second uh, tournament final match, Danielson versus uh, uh, Kingston. Man, uh, this is for the Blue League. Uh, they start off the match uh, with Danielson pretty much just trolling Eddie. Uh, he, he just keeps tying himself up in the ropes. I, mean, I remember he used to do this a lot. And yeah. He kept doing like the arm flex. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so like anytime he tried to put some offense together, he would just be like, "Nope, 
Mm-hmm. Ref, get him away. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Eddie hits an early-ass Aido side suplex. Yeah, dude. Follows up with a suicide dive. I'm like, I didn't see you do a suicide yeah, dive. Yeah, I like how commentary were like, that's a big guy. He doesn't usually do it. I'm like, yeah, because yeah. I thought I was the only one. I was like, when the fuck are you start doing that? I was that? like, do I add this to the moveset yeah, on, that's on 2K? I, yeah, or what's right. Up? Yeah. Uh, Eddie, uh, he starts opening up Danielson's chest with some chops uh, at ringside before throwing them back in the ring. Uh, Danielson takes over with some stiff kicks and some strikes himself. But then Eddie returns fire with a running uh, double. Uh, it was a stiff ass double chop across the, the chest. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kingston tries for a dragon suplex on the apron, but Danielson counters with the apron DDT. Follows up with the running knee off the apron before picture in picture. Uh, back from break though, we had uh, Danielson um, just trash talking Kingston again, just landing some stiff kicks, but like calling like you said, calling him a bum. Mm-hmm. You're a bum, Eddie. <laughs> I was like, Jesus. Uh, but you gonna flip me off now, Eddie? <laughs> yeah, I was like, hey, get out of my head. <laughs> uh, Kingston. No. Re- <laughs> I was gonna flip you off with the pinky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Kingston responds with an exploder suplex. Tries for the spinning backfish, but settles on a, a DDT instead. Follows up with the machine gun chops in the corner. Uh, Danielson's able to get uh, the label lock in, but Eddie able to fight out, get to the ropes. Uh, Danielson continues to target an arm, though, before hitting the hatch suplex, which I don't know why they refuse to call it. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they literally only call it a suplex. I'm like, yo. Uh, they never call the regal plex either. D- no, they, 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 I think because they can, they just call it the leg capture. Yeah, so, but so, so, sometimes they will talk about regal. Yeah, you're right. Key, so no, you're right. Like, mm. They're like, no, 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 we still, we still got, uh, maybe because it's in 2024, or about to be 2024, like, we only got five mentions left. We can't use them all. Yeah, yeah, for real. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Uh, but then, yeah, they always like because the thing is, even with Jay White, it's the single arm suplex, and I'm like, bro, it's the same move except it's not a single arm. It's literally the same move. Yeah. Except it's, it, you know, I, I don't know why they don't call it. Anyways, um, they both fight to the top uh, while Danielson setting up Eddie for a super backplex, a uh, superplex, I should say. But he's able to counter into a, a crossbody on the way down last minute, uh, landing across Danielson's face and his eye as we go into another picture in picture. Uh, back from break though, both men trading off stiff ass shots. Uh, Kingston getting the better of the exchange, but uh, Danielson is able to hit a regal plex. Yeah, I wrote it there for you. Mm -hmm. Thank you. For a near fall. Danielson then lights up Eddie with some of those uh, kicks. Tries for the big roundhouse, but Eddie hits the Northern Lights bomb for a near fall. Uh, Danielson answers back with the Psycho knee. It was weird how he hit it because it was like you could tell there was supposed to be a a more He he sold the shit out of it, though. Yeah, because when he ducked under and then he tried for the clothesline, I'm like, okay. Because he did the whole like stagger mm-hmm. and walked into it, I'm like, good. Because it looked super. He's yeah, like, yeah. I'm a duck, and then walk over here, and you're gonna watch me hit you. I was yeah, like, yeah, yeah. We've like, seen that happen to. Me yeah, I was like, that. what is this? Uh, but yeah, hit the psycho knee for a near fall. Uh, Danielson hits the arm trap elbows, follows up with the arm trap face stomps or the curb stomps, whatever mm-hmm. you want to call them. Stiff, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I thought so too. When then I was watching, and I'm like, dude, he's so good at doing the stomp with the other leg while he brings the other mm-hmm. one down. So it, it, he's bringing some force, but it's not as bad as you think because you always remember that the ring is super mic'd up, dude. I mean, I remember yeah, when. Yeah, but the impact that, like, yeah. I don't know. I felt like because he knows Eddie on a personal level, he was like, yeah, you're going to earn this. I don't know. Because, like, I, I said the same thing, but, like, when you watch the timing, because I watched it back three times where he's, like, stomping while he does the stomp, I'm like, I feel like I'm being fooled, but I don't. I feel like there's there is some pressure there, mm-hmm. but maybe you think it's bigger. Because of the sound, you know what I mean. Him bringing the other foot down. I don't. I don't know. I'm not here to discuss the politics of wrestling science with you. It sounds like you are. You, you know what? I wasn't, but since you opened up the can of whoop ass, no, <laughs> no. Nah, uh, he tries. 
He loves. <laughs> can't put the lid back on. Brother. Can't put it back on. You can't put it back in the cage. Oh, uh, he loads up for another running knee though. Uh, Eddie counters with a back fist, half and half suplex, another back <laughs> back fist. Then stacks Danielson up with a power bomb for the win. Um, I liked how we saw Danielson trying his hardest to get Kingston off his game. You know, mm-hmm. tapping into his temper and anger. But you know, Eddie just kept it. He just kept maintaining the composure, yeah, he, man. He was uncharacteristically uh, poised and, and focused. Yeah, I, I put he did, did not uh, never folded to, to he emotion. He did flip him off though. He, he called. I him mean off. that. Yeah, yeah he did. That was like, great. I'm not gonna do it when you say I'm gonna do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Post match, Mox comes down, cuts a you know kind of intense promo face to face about how Eddie knows he can't beat him, so he's already lost. Eddie just grabs the mic away from him, very shoot like to be honest. Mm. <laughs> it's like give me that shit, bro. I'm tired of you talking that shit. I don't get enough fucking promo time around here. Yeah, yeah, for real. But yeah, he just starts talking his shit back before he calls for his music, so. Here's my outline. Yeah. Indescript person we don't know backstage. Yeah, he's like Topher, apparently. There's more than one person on earth named Topher. Yeah, I I had no idea. Uh, We got uh, another down of the night. Oh, that was an up. This is a down. Christian and Edge, I will always call him Edge, Mm. uh, sit down. Um, It's just Cope, baby. Yeah, Yeah, big old Cope, baby. Uh, it's the big Cope. No. <laughs> I'm going to try different ones out, dude. It's Cope Hogan. Uh, <laughs> Christian is flanked by Nick Wayne and his mother, uh, now known as Mother Wayne. As they are being interviewed by Lexi Nair with Edge's chair noticeably empty. Edge finally comes in, but of course he just immediately jumps Nick Wayne. Trades punches a bit with Christian before security runs in to separate them. Uh, Edge fights off security as he and Christian continue fighting into the uh, hallway. As a bunch of wrestlers, and I mentioned it right, comma including brian keith yeah, yeah notably <laughs> he's like hey man get off my hat fam mm-hmm. i was like i ain't gonna lie to you i was like fuck like, the whole thing looked pre-taped from like rampage though possibly like i will say that i i mean i love keith brian keith and i just want to be able to book him why is your pentacle holding back edge well, cope uh, sorry so you got me doing it now. are you do you mean pandemonium pro wrestling tag team champion Yes. Uh, apparently, yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, Brian. Uh, they they come to separate them again. They keep fighting and grabbing at each other until they're finally able to pull them apart. It, it was all right, but it didn't. You know, it was it like didn't sell it to me. It was like uh, WWE. It was like their first time trying to pull a WWE type thing. Mm-hmm. And for one, the sit down was weird, and then because all the other sit downs have always been with Jr. Yeah, and you would think a guy that brought both those guys into the company they used to work for that scouted them would have been the perfect guy to. Do that, but yeah, because oh, know. it was Lexi. Yeah. He's like, "Hey, where's Renee?" Yeah, <laughs> I was like, "Hey, Mox, you know I heard this is Canadians only." What the yeah, hell? Oh, that, that that would make sense. <laughs> he's like, hey, "He's like, it's me, live from from Florida mm-hmm. in Orlando. I live here now, but I'm still Canadian." Uh, we got Sky Blue getting an impressive win against Chris Statlander uh, after Julia Hart appeared out of literally nowhere, mm-hmm. hit her with the TBS title behind the ref's back, giving Sky Blue the opening to hit an avalanche style code blue for the win. Uh, Hart and Sky jump stat uh, post matches. Sky locks in a Dragon Slayer, uh, or I guess the Dragon Clutch mm-hmm. um, submission when uh, Willow comes out uh, comes down for the save. Uh, the Hills retreat up the ramp until Abaddon's music hits, and she comes out just awkwardly posing and hissing. And it, w- it just reminded me of the the Key and Peele vampire sketch. Yeah, yeah kind of. You know what I was interested in is Stokely Hathaway being up there. He was like really stirring that pot, but like he's I, always when, doing when he was like, "Yeah, we'll see, we'll see." I'll go, I go. So you're gonna. I thought Willow was gonna turn on Stat, and I was like, I, I don't. The reason there? the reason I don't get it is because it's not ROH business. So yeah. it's like, what do you what do you even? Mm-hmm. Why are you even so you know invested? Yeah. 
Um, anyway, you can hear a stat in the background. I don't know if you hear this screaming into the camera, like on camera, but yeah. you don't see. Yeah. She's a monster. She's going to eat you. Yeah, 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 and I, I wrote, yeah, yeah. Pokama, really good stuff. Yeah. Good stuff, yeah. <laughs> um, and then this is the final down of the, the night. Um, we had MJF, Samoa Joe taking on what I call the Devil's Rejects for the ROH Tag Team I titles. I think it was a down, but I then I, I, last I, week I kind of predicted this. I have my down. I mean, the ending is, a, is it's a strong ending, but the the match in itself is stupid. Yeah, like, they they do the same thing like two weeks in a row, basically. Well, so yeah, the down already before the bell rings is Justin Roberts announcing the match at the sixty minute time limit when there's literally eight minutes left in the broadcast. Mm-hmm. Um, Two masked guys come out from the crowd. MGF makes his entrance first for some reason uh, as the champ, as double champ. As Joe's up next, but surprise, surprise, Joe doesn't show as the camera cuts to Joe on the floor, quote unquote, writhing in pain backstage uh, with his knee pad noticeably pulled down and mm-hmm. babying his leg with some subpar yelling, quote, or slash selling until. I wouldn't say subpar, but. It, 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 it was not believable to me. I was like, I, I, I'll play this. When I saw him do it, I thought he was doing it on purpose to prove a point mm. until I realized, oh, he, oh, they're really doing this. Mm. It, that, that, you know, because then <laughs> someone finally runs over to check on him. And he also made sure in between yells to tell the total helpful rando <laughs> to tell MJF not to go out there. I'm like, dude, this is super fake. Like, he's all, he's obviously like working. You know mm. what I mean? Um, MJF watches this and decides just to do the match, anyways. And uh, to remember that the ROH tag team titles are on the line, so this is kind of weird. MGF takes off the jacket as we finally see some confirmation on the, you know, to the torn labrum injury yeah. mm. report. Uh, as we see MGF wearing some sort of a protective brace wrapped around his neck and his shoulder for support, which uh, apparently I guess he injured it already in 2020 uh, during his feud with Jack Perry. Oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah, I, I, I guess he injured it then, but suppo- it's reportedly way worse than when he did it yeah, now. Because I heard uh, what it really got bad was that uh, the, the Uranagi. Uranagi, yeah, against yeah, like Jay White. And uh, the, the hip I heard is still bothering him, too. Yeah, probably. Um, even, though, even though it's been put back in place. But, mm-hmm. I mean, if you notice, he hasn't been wrestling, obviously, and this is for a reason. Yeah. Even this match was short but sweet. Uh, identity of the, uh, the devil confirmed, right? Because, you know, they, they brought up Jack Perry. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no. Anyways, uh, Max actually starts the match and fights them both off pretty easily. Throws a reject. This is why I call him. Throws reject B ringside before asking the Orlando crowd if they want to see who this piece of shit is. Yeah. <laughs> Referring to reject B. Yeah, Scott Dawson. But then reject oh. <laughs> A distracts the ref while a, a reject C now appears from under the ring with a lead pipe and attacks MJF uh, on the outside to stop him from unmasking reject B. Which, can I just say... Uh, Integrity is dead. How does a masked man distract the referee without the ref recognizing his voice? I don't know. I'm just saying. I mean, he has nothing else to distract him with. Hey, look. How did Kane do it? I can make a, I can make a dog. <laughs> like, he well, I mean, boy, I mean, he probably was just, you know, he looked like he was grabbing on him, though, and, like, just blocking his view, though. I don't think he was saying anything much, but who knows? Well, I mean, some usually when the grab is like, hey, 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 my, my head, my face, no, you're though. ruining it. They have voice changers in their masks, Oh, bro. they probably do. Yeah, you're right. I forgot. This is uh, this is totally. We're, Bucks. We're, we're working with a bunch of ghost face uh, yep. killers. Uh? Certainly. Certainly. <laughs> uh, anyways, uh, Reject B tags Reject A back in, who hits MJF with his own heat seeker, and... Pins him with his feet on the ropes, plus Reject B trying his best to hold his legs on the ropes to become the new tag team champions. What the fuck? Um, yeah. Crowd just raining down booze. Yeah, I was hating this. While they stomp out MGF post-match, and then two more rejects come in uh, out of nowhere and now make it a 4-on-1 beatdown. 
Then Samoa Joe's music hits as he, this is why I knew this was bullshit, because I'm like, bro, ain't no one hobbling down to the ring that fast <laughs> I mean, with a chair, but bro. But it did look badass with people swarming, like, no, no. <laughs> yeah, like, I was, I was, like, was like, he had, he had two guys trying to restrain him. I bet mm. one of them was the same rando. Mm. Uh, but for some reason, all four rejects leave the ring when an already injured Samoa Joe comes in. But I digress, as we get a quick flash of the devil on the screen, and then another quick flash with a message saying, pleasure doing business with you. As Samoa Joe cracks MJF in the back with a steel chair, then picks up uh, MJF in the corner, says, I did this to you. Yeah, he's always good for that. Uh, before proceeding to hit the muscle buster, middle of the ring, poses with the triple B. And, uh, yeah, that was the end of uh, Dynamite. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I have a feeling that they're probably going to take the title off MJF if he can't, if he's still hurt. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. This is just weird. I mean, I feel like they could have done this, you know, before like two weeks before instead of building up every week to go to this but yeah i mean that was the only reason it was a down for me was uh you know i i could see i could tell someone was gonna go down you know Mm -hmm. what i mean and to me i guess just it just wasn't believable like i I knew something was up the moment i saw samoa joe it was never like oh he's not really hurt i'm like no that this this is there's something something is amiss yeah at the circle k i get you (laughs) you know what i mean so um but yeah that was pretty much dynamite man um I don't know if you want to get into predictions. Yeah, probably try to. Yeah, try to cram this little thing. Yeah. Um, the one thing I don't know is who's in this twenty man battle royal. But I'm yeah, sure. you know what? Um, that is an interesting one. We probably gonna have to just watch that one because yeah. and it's in zero hour. Yeah, it's a, it's twenty man battle royal, and the the winner gets a TNT title shot any anywhere anytime. Which I was um, like, so does that mean someone's? Yeah, we'll figure out. We'll go. We'll go predictions. Oh shit! It's probably gonna be like Luchasaurus. That's what I was thinking, or something like that, or or like whoever. I no mean, because the fact that it's a battle royal, he's he's always one of those guys that's hard to throw over. Right? Yeah, very true. Yeah, I don't know. Especially if you're like, where were you? Nick Wayne was at the sit down, but I wasn't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, there's the 20 man battle royal for the NXT, uh, TNT. Uh, I was gonna say NXT for some reason. TNT title shot. Um, and then you got Wheeler Yuta taking on Hook. FTW rules. I'm gonna uh, go Yuta for the FTW title. I don't know why, but I just feel like Yuta might take this. Um, I'm gonna go Hook, but I feel like they're gonna have probably his longest match to date. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm gonna go Hook. And uh, I keep forgetting. I don't, I don't. Did we? Did we keep score last time? I know we just did him, but I don't remember who won last yeah, time. Yeah, I just it's somewhere. So, uh, I it's probably. You, it, I think you won by one point. Yeah, it was me. Totally. Yeah, you don't know. It was totally me. Um, so from there we got the f- big old eight man tag that the big juicy eight man tag everybody wants. I'm gonna go team Jericho on that one. Yeah, I feel like, I mean, because the titles are on the line and they don't have to be the ones to get. P- so Hobbs is getting pinned because he's the only one without a title. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I'm gonna right. put team faces for both. Mm. I'll, to, I'll double it up, put it times two. Boom. Now here we go. This gets real good. You ready? Julia Hart for the TBS Championship against Abaddon. Uh, Julia Hart. I will say that I am a Julia Hart fan. Yeah, um, I just think I think it's great what they're doing for Abaddon. Um, but I feel like it's a little it, too it, late. Yeah, it's a little too little too late. I was just gonna say because she was tearing it up on Dark for a long time, you know. Uh, but I mean, it'll be interesting. It's just too short into her uh, tenure as champ. I think so. Yeah. I agree. Uh, next, we got uh, Tony Storm defending the women's championship against Riho. Watch for the shoe. I'm gonna go Storm. I'm gonna go Riho because I feel like this is gonna push for Tony Storm versus Mariah in that match next week because she still hasn't revealed mm-hmm. who she's going up against. That's very true. 
So yeah, I'm gonna go Rio. Like maybe she's gonna cost her. That'll be a uh, yeah, that'd be a swerve. I wouldn't have expected that, but it could be yeah. So you said Tony, I say Rio. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, we got speaking of swerve, swerve Strickland versus Keith Lee. Swerve, swerve, swerve. You going for swerve as well? I mean, yeah. I mean, I love Keith Lee. Yeah, but he's another. I don't know what they're I, I love the match that he had with Shane Taylor too. It was pretty good. If you get a chance, I don't know if you got a chance. Yeah, no, I didn't get that, that far yet, but yeah, I definitely want to watch it. So we got a double swerve. Swerve. Swerve, swerve. Garments. Okay, you can talk now. My, <laughs> psych, it's my turn. I'm, I don't know why he said that. Mm. Uh, we got Andrade El Idolo versus Miro. Um, I'm going Miro. Ah, oh, man. See, I want Miro to win because they ain't done shit. They yeah. brought him back on collision. He had some shit going with Hobbs, and then they just put him back on the show. Like, El Idolo doesn't really need the win because he was collecting some during the, the tournaments. So that's why I feel like the, yeah. Miro deserves the stock a little bit. So that's where I'm at. Yeah, I, I'm going to go with Miro, too. I mean,. You know what? No, I'm going to go – you go Miro, I'm going to go Andrade. All right. Only reason is, like, I feel like he just took a a, a loss to a big guy and then uh, – with mm. uh, or, I'm sorry, he just beat um, Brody. Yeah. So maybe he can figure out how he's going to beat Miro. I guess I'm also thinking I don't see Andrade tapping out. Yeah, that's true. Ooh. that's mm. a, I didn't think about that. Mm. That's a good point. Uh, we got Mox uh, taking on Kingston Continental Classic. Triple crown at, on on deck. Kingston in New York, baby. You know what? I, I'm going for Kingston, too, but I, I'm trying to – I'm going to just put Mox so we can switch it up because there's a lot of doubles on here. Oh, no. No, it's cool. <laughs> I'm going to go Kingston. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's cool because I'm like – it's not that – I'm not a – like, I like Mox, but I'm not uh, – like, again, I feel like he just doesn't need it for me to go for him. Mm-hmm. But then at the same time, if I was going, if I was playing for keeps trying to win, I'd be like, oh, they're going to give it a mox. They give him everything. Yeah. You know? yeah. Uh, Christian Cage versus Edge. No DQ TNT championship. So Cope. <laughs> I feel like Cope is going to take it, but I think he's going to lose it to the winner of the battle royal right after. Extra point. Oh, you think they're going to get cashed in on well, like this? Anytime, anywhere. Yeah, they, and so. they never said that before. Mm-hmm. I'm going with. Christian Cage. I feel like the no DQ the Patriarch. helps him out a little mm-hmm. bit more. Nick Wayne is probably going to get one good move off, mm-hmm. but he's going to get his ass beat. I think Shayna or Mother Mother Wayne might get uh, a few spots, but who knows? Maybe if Kill Switch or whatever, uh, you know, uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> Lucha Kente, <laughs> if, if he's not in the, uh, the the Battle Royal, maybe he pops back up. Yeah. Because um, you remember Edge is the one that took him out with the concerto. Yeah, so. that's right. Mm-hmm. Um, but for some reason, that they just like, yeah, we need you to work with this big, tall guy and keep hitting him with boots like you're as tall as <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. So I'm going to go Christian, and you got uh, Cope. Mm-hmm. Can't believe you got me to say And that. loses post-match. Oh, yeah. Plus one post-match. Loss. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could see that. I wonder who it would be. Maybe Nick Wayne? That, that would be interesting. If, if he's in the Or maybe Rumble, it's the huh? return of Jungle Boy. Who knows? Oh, shit. Oh, no, nah, no. Nah, they wouldn't spoil it, though, on the Battle Royale and then have him come back. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Who knows? Anyways, uh, from here we also... Did I get everything? Oh, yeah, I got everything except for one last match here. Yeah, double-checking. All mm-hmm. right, last one. MJF versus Samoa Joe. Uh, AEW World Championship. I want to go for Joe. I think it's time for Joe. It's it, but it's hard because you know you had MGF vowing you know supremacy with this whole 2024 thing, and I mean, but one could say that his character has definitely changed from that yeah. 
of uh, a year ago. But he's already um, he's established himself as the longest reigning AW champ. So I don't know. I mean, I could see him winning, and you know, I I just think regardless is going to be the reveal of the devil. Yeah. So I'm gonna go. I'll go MJF. You going Joe? I'm gonna go Joe and Devil reveal. Well, I think everyone knows that's okay. Well, Joe. it's well. J- Tony said it's probable, but not guaranteed. No, sorry. he so, says a lot of stuff too. Yeah. That's true. But yeah, that's uh, that's gonna be uh, all out for the prediction. Well, not all out, but you mm-hmm. know that that's it pretty much yeah. for the predictions. World's End going down tomorrow night. Um, watch it. We'll be watching. Watch. I'm, I'm gonna watch most of how I can. I got work, but I'm gonna come Same. by and and, yeah. and watch uh, when I'm finished. But yeah, we'll see what's going on for the uh, for the new year. How uh, the landscape of AEW is gonna be looking towards 2024. But uh, that's the show, man. I want to say thank you all for doing what y'all do, man. Is listening to us do what we do, giving all the hot takes, opinions, uh, you know, pressing news or anything that's just come in as far as injury reports, talent acquisitions, everything else under the sun when it comes to the climate of professional wrestling. Yes, sir. That is the Quincy Jones Show, man. For us, so thank you for following us and doing what we do. Can down to 300, man. We're, we're again, we're we're getting there. Uh, number 272 uh, today. Uh, again, follow us everywhere you go to get your podcast, man. And don't forget to follow us on uh, social media as well, at the Quincy Jones Show on Instagram, at Quincy Jones Show on uh, Twitter, as well as uh, Facebook.com backslash the Quincy Jones Show. You can find us on CastBox, uh, iTunes. Uh, you can also find us on Pandora, Spotify, Spotify, as well as the great people over at uh, True100Radio.com. And don't forget to uh, tap into the Quincy Jones Show, the actual album by yours truly, yes, featuring thus truly to my right here. Uh, you know, 11 tracks, uh, 10 songs, one interlude. It gets you the best of the best of uh, what I got going inside my dome piece when it comes to the world of hip-hop and pro wrestling. Yes, and uh, speaking of such, uh, you can also tap into... That very universe when it comes to Doc Lesnar, man. Hip hop um, hybrid. Yeah, man. He he's been uh, he's been doing it for a minute, man. I, I'm definitely not the first, so definitely tap in, check out. This is awesome. O S Y M uh, is the spelling on that. You're not going to be disappointed, man. Um, yes, sir. Love letter to both professional wrestling as well as hip hop. Uh, yes, actually, I mean, bo- fans of either genre can enjoy this for sure as yeah, a whole, man. There's yeah. bars, and you're, there's nothing you're not gonna. Be like, oh, I don't get it. You know yeah, I mean, it's uh, and check us out all music platforms, yes. both of us, Spotify, iTunes, you know, Title, Apple Music, uh, you know, YouTube, even on social media, you can find our music just anywhere you yeah. like to listen Instagram to your stories artists. as yeah, well. You will um, see it, yeah. I'll tell them like uh, what we used to say back when you was on the promo run run up them streams, baby. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, man, uh, also don't forget uh, to tap in with who? Oh, Winner Circle Pro, why? Yes. Because we're going into 2024, celebrating our one-year anniversary, man. Big show for us, man. Um, our first year was big. I want to thank all you guys, uh, the fans, who uh, really served as a foundation for yeah. us in terms of building our brand, man. So uh, looking forward to entertaining you guys again. Again, one-year anniversary. It was written to Friday, January 26th. Uh, Chino, California, American Legion Post number 299, uh, right off of Central and, uh, I believe, Schaefer. And... Uh, Man, uh, or uh, go ahead and just just check out what we got going already, man, on the social media. Um, that's at Winter Circle Pro on Instagram as well as at Winter Circle PW on Twitter. I've uh, been rolling out the match announcements, man. Uh, this first week has been really really yeah. dope. Um, yeah. Been loving the energy, the the reception from the fans, the feedback, and all that as well. Um, I mean, if you guys missed it, 
G-Sharp's re- returning with an open challenge so far. Yes, sir. Um, you know, as advertised, we have Ray Rosas, the new number one contender for the Pound for Pound Championship chain, taking on current champion Slice Boogie mm-hmm. to figure out who's going to be the best of the best Pound for Pound at the end of the day. Uh, we also uh, introduced a new concept in the works, yeah. the Pound for Pound Proving Ground match. Uh, Fatal 4-Way, we have the submission gangster himself, Brett the Threat, taking on the uh, forever person, Honest uh, John, taking on the Lucha Scumbag, Chris Nasty, also taking on the Menace, Leo Canedo. Yeah, that's going to be um, crazy. Yeah, all four new faces, yeah, never the, before been in, in one circle. And yeah. receiving an opportunity at whoever walks away with that chain. Uh, so, yeah, it's basically yeah. essentially a number one contendership uh, Yeah, for the pound-for-pound well. pound yeah, chain, yeah. Definitely. And then... Uh, I mean, today we also, of course, you guys are going to see the return of our sadistic world champion uh, taking on another ghost in his past mm. in the form of the radioactive poppy, Mr. Danny Limelight, and much more. Uh, again, we're excited to. Uh, yeah. There's going to be another rollout next week, so definitely tap in. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, at Winter Circle Pro on, on Instagram, at Winter Circle uh, PW, and get your tickets now. $25 front row, $20 general admission. It was written.eventbrite.com. It was written.eventbrite.com. Yes, sir. And you already know, highlight your boy. Follow me in all things, man, at Doc Lesnar for all things having to do with my music, at Doc underscore KGS pod for all things having to do with this podcast. Hashtag Wrestle Wednesdays. Let's keep it going, y'all. Who are you wearing this Wednesday? We'll find out. And of course, at Lesnar's underscore lots for all things having to do with my Mercari store where I sell everything from Funko Pops, but mostly wrestling memorabilia and items of all sorts and types. Just go ahead and check me out, man. If you're on Mercari, just look up Doc Lesnar. You'll find your boy. But other than that, man, I got three words for him. Top guys out.